Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. Coulter, hello? Sup? Interesting. Uh, not much. I'm great, man. I'm pumped up. Good. Christmas party tonight. A lot of people don't like their office Christmas parties. I love okay. the office we, Christmas party. I got to talk. We got to talk about this. Okay. We work at a place where I don't think anybody has a work persona where we work. Everybody's just themselves. Yes. Maybe there's one or two people that are a little bit different at home than they are at work, but not really. Especially because so much of us, uh, the on-air people like kind of. We are what we do, and we, yeah, we do who we are, like on the radio, and that's just. I mean, everybody that's listening to the show. This really is how we are. I mean, sad, we, sad, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, right. Disappointing. <laughs> Better and different. There's no this, way. This really this is, is who they are. This is yes. really how we are. Right. I mean, this is really how Ryan and I talk all the time. Mm-hmm. That, that could be a great thing or a bad thing, depending on who's listening. But regardless, I think it's so funny that we go to these little things, and everybody acts different. We hang out with these people like 250 days a year, and it's all good. And then then it's like we have to act somehow different because, like, our wives and girlfriends are there well, or something. It, so the plus one thing adds an element to it. Does. it. The fact that it's now explicitly a social circumstance as opposed to a work circumstance that, that sort of blends into the social. It's true. Uh, we also do have a lot of meetings around here, so, we're, like, there's... Everybody knows what's going on. We're talking about radio all the time. So going to an establishment and then continuing to talk about radio might be. Let me give everybody. Awesome. Let me give everybody a piece of advice. This is radio advice, and it's also uh, Christmas, uh, you know, work party advice. If you really want to, you know, not have what can even be in 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 the best situations some some awkward moments, come prepared. Write them down. Four or five questions. Okay, very broad general questions that you can use to to 
instigate a conversation with somebody where you're because the thing that is the odd thing is to sit here and go, well, how do I, how do I get into this thing? And if you just go, you know, do you like to travel? Oh, where have you been? Guess what? You could be off and running for an hour. Okay. Now, careful who you drop it on because you may not want to be in that conversation for now. <laughs> so I understand that. And by the way, the old, you know, that maybe getting into it's easy. Maybe getting out of it's hard. Bathroom run, phone call, all that stuff is valid. You can find, you know, graceful ways to exit any given conversation. Okay. But uh, you know, if you want to, if you want to have a good conversation and not be stuck in a spot. Just be ready with a couple of conversations. Ask somebody about themselves. Let me tell you, all you 30 and unders that are going to corporate and office parties, shut up about yourself, okay? No one cares about you. Ask about the other person for crying out loud, and then guess what? Probably you get to talk about yourself too, okay? So there you go. There's my little, there's my two cents for December. Who's the most famous person you've ever met? What's right. your greatest, it's a great one. What's your greatest fear? Right. Not, no, 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 yes or no questions, okay? Who, what, when, where, how? That's what we're looking at. Mm. Um, we could teach a seminar. Well, our, I think we are. Office parties for dummies. It's, how about the playoffs? How about the playoffs? Let's get into that. By the way, I know David's, David's really going to hate us for this, but I think this is worth it. I want to point this out just quickly, and then we'll get into the playoffs. But uh, speaking of where we work, the Trail, 103.3, our sister station over there, great, great quality rock station in this town. They do awesome stuff. And our good friend Mandela has uh, a show, The Trail Less Traveled, which is a podcast, but it also airs a couple times a week on The Trail. If you haven't listened to it, you should listen to it. Remarkable where Ma Mandela goes. She has traveled the whole earth. I mean, every, she's, she's from South Africa. She lives in Missoula, sort of. She guides tours on the Colorado River through the Grand Canyon. She's been to Africa, the Amazon, I mean, everywhere, okay? So, anyhow, great, great content, unbelievable people that she goes and talks to and finds some of the world travelers and people doing stuff. Anyway, uh, it's nice to get recognized for what you do because she's got this little, you know, podcast that she started in Arizona, Missoula, Montana, and so forth and so on. The Daily Telegraph, you heard of this? It is the largest publication in the UK, Okay. England people, the biggest paper in the country, the Daily Telegraph, has selected the Trail Less, Less Traveled as the best travel podcast of 2020. I mean, that is impressive right there. 1.7 million subscribers of the Daily Telegraph and uh, the Trail Less Traveled by, uh, with Mandela is, uh, is nominated or is selected as the best one they're going to do a write-up. So congratulations for, to her on that. We're all very happy for her. She's a sweet, sweet uh, gal, and we really like having her around when she's around, when she's not out, you know, gallivanting the planet. Uh, and so anyway, if you haven't listened to it, you should, but uh, a, a very nice... Uh, recognition for her to get. So we're happy for her on that. Okay, now the playoffs, Coulter. The Montana Grizzlies hosting southeastern Louisiana Saturday, 1 o'clock kickoff. Uh, Dalton Sneed tweeting out today, if you're a student and you're around, you're going to the game for free. How about that? You know? So get in there. Go ahead. All right? And fill that thing up. Let's hear a little bit of sound, though. Uh, you went down to practice yesterday. You talked with, uh, uh, you know, Linebacker, defensive player of the year in the Big Sky Conference, Dante Olson, as well as a senior offensive lineman, Angel Villanueva. So let's hear uh, a couple pieces of sound. These are Coulter's interviews, short, short interviews here with Dante Olson first. Obviously, the senior linebacker, outstanding player, Buck Buchanan finalist for the Grizzlies. 
first of all, here we are in December, and you're practicing still. So yeah. I know you guys have been working for this for a long time. What's this feel like getting ready for a playoff game? You know, it's awesome. It's something that um, we've been working on as a whole team since, you know, the season got over last year. Yeah, and I know these seniors have been working hard for, the, you know, the five years that we've been here. And we're really excited to move forward and, and get another chance to play in Washington Grizz. I just asked Angel this, but 2015, you guys were redshirting, but you got to be in the crowd and see a playoff atmosphere and stuff like that. Did you ever imagine that this would be your first time actually playing in the playoffs, but then actually to break through and get here? That must be a pretty cool accomplishment for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said, any time to play in December is something special, and uh, we have all worked hard for it, and we're looking forward to the opportunity. Southeastern Louisiana, uh, they got a lot of speed uh, all over the place. First of all, start with number one, Devontae Williams. He's a really explosive guy, so how important is keeping your eye on him? What sort of things does he bring to their offense? You know, he's a good running back. He's elusive. He's quick. Um, he's got some, some speed to pull away. He's a good, patient runner. and Just got to read our key and, and go hit the guy with the ball. So, What differences do you notice when they switch the quarterbacks up? Um... You know they, they still run they still run their offense and they do what they do. There's not a whole lot of a lot of differences. One of them is a lot bigger than the other. Um, he's he's going to run the ball a little bit more downhill. So that's that's probably the main difference. I know the the season the regular season didn't end like you guys wanted to. How do you bounce back from that loss? Though? How do you not let that get in the way of what the task at hand this week? You know, just like we do every week, put uh, last week or I guess two weeks ago in the past, and and we start fresh. It's it's a new week. Got to go one and zero, and that's the goal every week. So, on a Wednesday here, how have you thought practice has gone? Do you feel like the guys are sharp? Yeah, I think it's good. Um, you know, coming off the bye week is always good. Guys are fresh, ready to roll, and um, think it's think it's been pretty good and good competition. This time of year, I mean, you literally play football every day. So even just having a couple days off, I mean, what does that feel like physically? Right. It's it's awesome. It's, uh, you know, Coach Houck knows what he's doing. He's been here before. Uh, so he, he knows what, what we need. And, and uh, you know, he's going to do what, what's best for us. And I think that I agree with him and what he did and gave us a couple days off and, and looking forward. And, you know, we're back out here running around feeling good. So I know that. It's about this team, this game, but it's impossible to ignore the tradition around here, right? I mean, you walk down, you see all the great players that play in the NFL. You walk down a tunnel, you see all the guys. I mean, this place is just steeped in tradition. So how does that play into your mindset as a player, and what's it mean to you to be a part of that tradition? You know, it's so awesome to be part of um, Grizz Nation, Grizzly football, and everything that comes with it. The pride and tradition is rich here, like you said, and so many great teams and coaches and players in the past, and, and it's just an honor to be a part of it. And, and looking forward to, to kind of make a mark of our own and, and, and leave it um, for, for guys that come in the future. So, Inside linebacker for the Grizzlies, uh, outstanding player, of course. That, what he said right there, I think is the absolute key storyline for the game and has to be the key motivation for the Grizz. To leave a legacy for Thinking the future about players. legacy yeah. when you're crafting it, I think is foolish. But when it's, this is it, I mean, this senior class, you can certainly give them praise for getting the program back going in the right direction, and that will be part of their legacy. But when you go 0-4 against the Cats, you don't have a Big Sky Conference championship ring, and you're making your first playoff appearance, if you were to lose your one and only playoff game of your career at home, that is just a, it's just a bad way to stamp your career. Mm-hmm. And I really think that even just one playoff win would just be so huge for that group of guys and the program. Like, how crazy would it be if Dante Olsen and Jerry Louie McGee graduate without ever winning a playoff game? That's nuts. I mean, it's, yes, yes, it's it would be nuts, and a lot of people would have said how crazy would it be if those guys graduated and never beat Montana State. 
And yet Absolutely. here we are. So that said, but I think the, you can extrapolate out the Montana State thing quite a bit in a lot of different no areas. Doubt. No Whereas, doubt. like we talked about in the show the other day, Montana State or not, Montana State's a great team. It's a and it's one of the better programs in the conference. This is all about not being able to beat the other teams in the conference to even get into the playoffs. No, and no you can question. blame Bob Stitt. You can talk about the system, a bad fit, whatever you want. Yeah. At the end of the day, Montana made the playoffs 17 years in a row. They made the playoffs 23 out of 25 years. These guys have never been to the playoffs. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it's a shocker. And they're there now. And, and, uh, and you know, expected to win this game. Uh, certainly a favorite to win this game. I want to ask you about this. And we will hear from, from Angel Villanueva in just a moment. Tutel Nuan is one of ESPN radio um coming out of 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 the cat Grizz game and that week mm-hmm. we were on the radio for those first three days then mm-hmm. it's Thanksgiving and everything but the I, I'm always talking in in terms of feeling and sense of things and impressions is so sort of ethereal and it's not it's it's hard to it's impossible to measure it to quantify it, and I'm okay with that. I'm actually from the school that says I I, I lend a lot of credence to the other stuff uh, as much as I do to anything that you can sort of put a number to. Okay, but it's also odd to sit here and go, well, here's how I feel about this thing. This is my sense of what's going on. That said, my sense coming out of the Montana State game was just. Uh, uh, I mean, football sense, straight depression. I mean, just like despair, somewhat something like shock. Um, and as Bobby Houck said in that post-game press conference, you know, how are you going to get ready for that? It's going to be hard to do. How are you going to overcome? We can't. You don't. This Monday, though, after there's time to settle, you do the Thanksgiving thing, couple days away, come back, more or less the same question how do you get out of last, or, you know, through last week and get ready to play this week coming out of that game? You go back to work. I mean, there's, there's no, oh, you know what we did? We, we brought in, we brought in Carrot Top and had him do an act for the team and now everybody's happy. You know what I mean? That, that, there's no answer to that that way. What do you do? You go, well, we're still playing and we're going back to work. And that's what they did. And Dante Olson sort of uh, uh, basically said that same thing there to your question to go in and go, okay, uh, you know, we're going to we're going to keep working and grinding on this and and that that's it. But I also to sort of close it up with the sense of things, and it's my impression that the that the optimism I've sensed a lot more sort of excitement and it's not, you know, it's not doldrums, it's not... Because here's what I think. I think you can be overly serious about this stuff. You know what I mean? You're right. just so dialed in and you're like, okay, we're just going to go rebound and, you know, whatever, whatever. I get the sense that there's guys that are excited to play football. And I think that's maybe the most important thing. You want to take it so serious, you want to take out your frustration on another team, whatever, whatever. But are you actually pumped up to be here? Do you actually want to be here? And I, my, my impression is that this is a team that really wants to be here, that's truly happy that they're in the postseason, that can't wait to play on Saturday. And a Montana team th- throughout the course of this season that has been unbridled and excited to be on the field has been a dominant football team. Absolutely. And I think that that is a reflection of their captains as well. I mean, Jesse Sims is a very stoic guy. But Jesse Sims loves football. No doubt. Dalton Sneed and Dante Olsen, though, those guys... 
They have Dalton Sneed's like a little kid. He has so much fun playing football. He loves it. He's 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 and I don't throw this around lightly, as you know, he's Farvian in his excitement <laughs> and exuberance for the game. He is. And, and, and I mean Robbie Houck, think about how much fun that guy has playing ball. I think that's I think that's one thing that's sort of missing in division. Dante doesn't love it though. He doesn't enjoy being out there and roaring like a wildebeest. Is it a wildebeest? I don't know. I don't know. Some sort of wolf. I don't know. <laughs> he, regardless, the I think that college sports has by and large become overcomplicated, and I think that the fun element of it is somewhat lacking. I also think that the fun element of it is why Clemson is the defending national champions at the FBS level. And I do, I do I do think that these guys a lot of times when you have internal stuff going on, you're right. Sometimes you're ready to be done. And I don't think that these guys are ready to be done. Totally, I think that's a a huge factor coming into this game. I, and I just I'm so interested to see. Coach Hawk has talked extensively the last several weeks, and I was at the coach's show last night at the press box when he was with Bradley Corcoran as well, and he's talked so much about how banged up they are. And we know about sort of the headliner injuries, Dalton Sneed and Sammy Akim. Sure. But I think that there's a lot more that we don't know about or that are more serious, or I don't know, really know what's the deal is because there's a lot of guys that are, I mean, we can identify who are the starters or whatever, and all the, most of the headliner starters are still healthy, but I think that they ha- they're having some depth issues and stuff like that. But, I mean, how does this team bounce back? And I think that, yeah, I think that, well, even, even Angel Villanueva was down in, totally. in the cat game totally. at a couple. T- he came back, but totally. you know that that's just tough guy gritting it out. Totally. And, and I think that the other point that's worth making is I think that we hear so often the cliche and the, the repeated line of prepare every game the same. Every game is the same. Every week is the same. The preparation is the same. And I think that people have become numb to that way of thinking. But I can tell you this with absolute certainty. Under the last coaching staff, the preparation was not consistent. It was not. Mm-hmm. It was not consistent depending on the opponent. And that's why Montana was so up and down. Mm-hmm. It is consistent now. And I think that what happened with the Bobcat game is not that they didn't prepare hard. They just didn't prepare right. I think they really just had a, totally. the wrong they had the wrong well, scout and the Bob, wrong scheme. Uh, Bobby Houck said that very thing. I mean, he said, look, man, we sat here all week and spent a lot of time game planning for a guy who never took the field. You know? Okay. I mean, and again, maybe that's on, you know, somebody's got to be responsible for what's going to happen here. I mean, it was, it was, we watched the UC Davis game. When he goes down in the first half of that game, I go, there's no way he's coming back into this football game. I mean, when a guy gets up and then collapses kind of back down to the field in pain, you go, this is a problem and it's the shoulder and we know that he's got a, a, a sling on it and the whole deal. Guess what? He comes back. Impressive. Then he gets his ankle rolled on. You go, oh, what? Like, again, of course, because that's what happens to Troy Anderson seemingly every single game. Is he going to come? He came back again and played. And you go, okay, well, of course he's going to be there for the Cat-Grizz game. But also, I mean, it, is, that, it was significant that he, what he obviously dealt with, and, and nobody thought that he wouldn't play if you didn't know that, okay? But also, you have to believe that, He's going to come out here and be what percent of himself? We don't know, and there has to be other options. you know. And anyway, I don't know. It went the way it went. And so you deal with it and you move on. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do. So I'm on my computer all the time. 
And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. Angel Villanueva, Coulter, another guy who probably made good use of the bye week uh, in terms of his physical health, physical condition. You got a chance to talk to him. Here was that conversation again from yesterday after practice. So the playoffs are back in Missoula, Montana. When you hear that, you think what? Oh, exciting. I've heard, uh, being, being part of it, being able to witness it my freshman year, I've just been nothing but exciting. So I'm excited to be in this position. I'm so grateful and I'm so humbled by it and uh, looking to finish it off on the right note. It's so interesting because it was just a kind of a way of life around here for so long. And you got to see it when you were a freshman. You were one of the only guys that did get to see it. What do you remember about that 2015 experience here? Uh-huh. Just how electric it was. Just how practices were. Just how everybody was excited to be uh, playing in December. You know, going into December. You know, it was an awesome thing. It's an awesome time. The community backs you up. Being being in Washington Grizzly Stadium is just an amazing feeling. The atmosphere is like no other. So, like I said, I'm just excited to be here, man. 24th playoff appearance for Montana. All-time record. Mm-hmm. So, being a part of something like that and getting to do that in your senior year. What's that feeling like? Oh, that's a special feeling, man. We've been working, like I said, I've been working since my freshman year. That season ended to get back to this position, and so the hard work's pay off, so now we got to go out there and we got to play some ball. Southeastern Louisiana, they look like they've got some speed on mm-hmm. defense. What's the main things you see from them scheme-wise and athlete-wise? Uh, well, they're just athletic. They're a good team. You know, they, they, they play football, you know, just like everybody else. They lined up 11 heads, and they, they give it their all, and so we got to go out there and we got to be ready on all phases. You know, it's, it's, it's playoffs. Everybody's good in the playoffs, so I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the matchup, and I know I know they're going to come in here and uh, give it all we, all they got. There you go, Angel Villanueva. He, again, another guy. You just listen to him talk, man. He's pumped up about it, and this is a guy who has been in the postseason, right, Colter? This is a guy who you know was on the team in uh, in in 2015 when they were in the playoffs. Right, he didn't play. He was redshirting that year. And that's one thing that I think... But, but the, was there, though. Totally, like, and that's one thing the fifth-year seniors have, I think, as even extra motivation, is the fact that they were in the student section. For, right. And they watched Montana beat South Dakota State in the first round of the playoffs. Yep, yep. So, I mean, they, they were... I think that when you're a young player and you're a redshirt and you're like, man, this is going to be us. We're going to do this. And then it doesn't happen. I think that's disappointing. For but I also sure. think these guys deserve a lot of credit for getting Montana back. But I also think that it would be... Just such a lackluster and bitter ending if they weren't able to just get it done. I don't think this team needs to straight up go on a run all the way to Frisco to have a really positive legacy. I just think that no a loss on Saturday would really hinder what could be. I mean, just just a one win in the playoffs. Okay, these guys they deserve a ton of credit for getting it back, and they still do. But it just could be an extra feather in the cap rather than a really bitter black eye on their already you know tough 
sledding yeah. in the first first group in a generation or more that's had tough sledding at Montana. Yeah, I mean to have the season that they had to be nine and two and then lose in two losses in in the two biggest games of the season would be uh, would be very very bitter indeed. And maybe that adds to the pressure of it, but maybe it adds to the motivation, too. So we'll see. On Saturday, it's going to be a, a fun game. Stu Tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, Bob Stitt, former head coach of the University of Montana, was the offensive coordinator at Texas State this past season, and uh, he will be no longer in that capacity. So we'll talk about that, what happened there, and how did that go, and also... The rumor mill, it's a swirling. So, uh, you know, far be it from us not to uh, spin it a little bit more ourselves. All right. Okay. Very good. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. They got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Good afternoon, Ryan Tutel, Colter Duanas, 1029 ESPN Sports Center. Former Montana head coach Bob Stitt is out at Texas State after one season as the offensive coordinator for the Bobcats. Stitt, who went 21-14 and 14 in three seasons as the head coach of the Grizz between 2015 and 2017, called plays for an offense that finished 121st in the FBS in scoring at Texas State. The Bobcats, in their first season under Jake Spavadol, finished 3-9. and nine. Jim McElwain, a Missoula native and former Eastern Washington quarterback, has been named the Mid-American Conference Coach of the Year. Missoula Sentinel alum engineered one of the biggest turnarounds in college football at Central Michigan. CMU posted an 8-4 record this season and will play Miami of Ohio on Saturday at Ford Field in Detroit. The Chippewas went from winning just one game a year ago to their first outright Mac West title since 2009 and their first league championship game appearance since that year. The Chippewas went from winning just one game a year ago to this great performance. Missoula Hellgate junior Sage Brooks and Helena High sophomore Kylie Hartnett will run in the Nike Cross Country Nationals in Portland, Oregon Saturday. Brooks finished fifth at the Montana Class AA Cross Country State Championship early th- earlier this season while well, Hartnett won the individual state championship. Finally, University of Montana men's basketball team returns home Friday with a non-conference matchup against North Dakota. UND left the big sky two years ago. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. It's interesting because not many coaches have been not renewed, fired, call it what you will, due to performance the University of Montana football team. But one recently obviously was, that's Bob Stid, and now he is out once again after one year as the offensive coordinator 
at Texas State. It's 2 Tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. We are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy. And uh, if you go there this Saturday, they're going to have free lunch for you. That's pretty great. They're going to have coffee, refreshments. They're also going to have the greatest sale of the entire year. One day only. Kurtz Polaris this Saturday, their seventh annual snow day. Uh, Coulter, Bob Stitt was the head coach, uh, as we uh, said, in the uh, in the sports center there for three years at the University of Montana. He went as uh, one year as an analyst at Oklahoma State and then got on with Jake Spavadol, who was just named the new head coach at Texas State this past season, was there for one year. Uh, and also, Gress Jensen, former Grizz quarterback, who then transferred out when Bob Stitt was not renewed, Excuse me. Went to uh, a junior college, then tra- transferred in to Texas State, but was not their starting quarterback this year. If I'm getting that correct, true. Uh, but he is one and done, and will not be back at Texas State, according to FootballScoop.com, and that's a, a very good, reliable source for that information. And maybe not that surprising. Texas State went three and nine. They finished 121st in total offense this year in the FBS. 121st in offense, 126th in touchdowns. As far as the Gresh Jensen update goes, uh, he actually ended up playing eh, a considerable amount. He threw for 1,291 yards, threw 206 passes, had more than 30 attempts in, count them up, one, two, three, four, five, six, six different games. So he, he did get some playing time, uh, threw five touchdowns, six picks. So uh, not, not an outstanding year for Gresh Jensen at Texas State. And uh, Bob Stitt. On the hunt, it's interesting because coordinators, I think even in low-level FBS like Texas State, I believe are on, on year-to-year contracts. There might be, you know, the guys that are at the the top, in the SEC and the Big 12 and stuff like that, they might be on multiple-year contracts. But I think that low-level FBS is much like the FCS where coordinators and assistants are on year-to-year contracts. And so uh, the report was not that Bob... Stitt had his ter- contract terminated or that he was fired. It just, the report was just that he will not return. Yeah. And so you wonder if it was a mutual agreement. Uh, I mean, obviously, performance indicates that, I mean, 121, I mean, there's only 128 teams, so they were almost dead last in the country in scoring. Yeah. But also, there's some head coaching jobs, specifically in the Big Sky Conference, specifically Northern Colorado, that are open. Bob Stitt has been a head coach for 18 years of his. 25, 26-year coaching career. So that's kind of the role that he is most used to. And also, the thing that to know about Jake Spavitol is that Jake Spavitol is a offensive guy. I mean, I would yeah. not be surprised if Jake Spavitol does not replace Bob Stitt if he just calls the plays himself. I mean, Jake Spavitol has called plays for Kevin Sumlin and Dana Holgerson and right. a bunch of other spread, quote-unquote, gurus. It's hard to be the drummer for the Foo Fighters, is what you're saying. <laughs> you know? When the guy singing the songs, the best drummer there is. Uh, uh, by the way, worth noting, though, too, on that, wide receivers coach uh, Ron Antoine and tight ends coach Morris Berger also will not be returning to the staff. So, I mean, that's that's all three offensive coaches out of, you know, how many that you might have, maybe five uh, that will not be coming back. And obviously the performance was what it was. It's just, it's sort of an interesting thing. And again, we don't know. Jake Spavadol himself has not spoken to this that we're aware of yet. I don't know that there's been a press conference or that there would be where he will. I mean, eventually you will need to address this as the head coach of what's happened and why and what you're going to do and so forth and so on. That hasn't happened yet. But, you know, 
Montana, the University of Montana, Grizz fans, I think, have mixed but primarily disappointing feelings about Bob Stitt. And it's it's sort of an odd thing because I don't think anybody basically thinks that this guy is like a bad guy. Like, there's not a lot of dislike for the person, Bob Stitt. But there's a lot of what in the world was going on while he was the head coach at the University of Montana. And look, in retrospect, you can certainly fairly say it's a bad hire like he was not the right guy for the job at the university of montana and he shouldn't have been here in the first place in you know in missoula now he goes on and he has you know he's an analyst for a year gets on as an offensive coordinator at the fbs level and perhaps there's personal reasons and other opportunities of why that he's not anymore but also the performance wouldn't be the thing where you sit there and go well this is definitely somebody that you got to keep and bring back and you know he got a lot of he, he he was a he was a good coach at Colorado School of Mines and was there for a long time and there's you know facilities under you know the 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 decade and a half that he was the head coach there and 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 all of that and then we all know about the Dana Holgerson thing and the the Orange Bowl and the shout out and kind of putting him on a broader map from a name standpoint and everything like that but uh, I think there's still major questions about him as a coach, not from a football standpoint, but broadly in the room with the group as a leader, as a speaker, you know, all that stuff that seems like it's not really there. And from a football standpoint. Yeah, maybe so. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know how it happened, but I don't know how someone could be more overhyped. The offense is not innovative. It's a box count offense. They only run two by two with pre-stamp motion. Congratulations. Everybody does it now. It's like Bobby Houck said, like, there's no, there's no, oh man, styles of conferences and like these guys run the RPO. Right. Film study is so, is film is so easy to trade now. Mm-hmm. Everybody runs everything. Everybody runs everything. Even teams that rush for 300 yards a game like Montana State still run RPO and run play action and quarterback waggle and all sorts of stuff. Everybody runs everything because you can. Is that good? Is it a good thing to run everything? Probably not. But Montana didn't really run anything. They ran two by two route trees, but they never really ran trips. I mean, again, the fly sweep where Bob Stitt first got his massive jump of hype when West Virginia ran it a million times in the Orange Bowl and scored 50-plus points. Mm-hmm. And Dana Horgers said, my good friend Bob Stitt taught me that play. I mean, man, it's, it's, it's not that innovative well, of a play. Here, here's the thing I, I'm trying to understand for the life of me. Here's the, here, to finish this point okay, before yes. you go. In the RMAC, which is not a good Division II league outside of Colorado State Pueblo, it's way easier to run box count stuff because the level of preparation, the level of athlete, level of execution, all of it is just, it's just not that high. So just sitting there and saying, okay, we're going to count the box. Okay, you guys got six in the box, inside zone. You guys got eight in the box, play action, hit you deep. The offense only worked on a really incredibly high level. When Bob Stitt was the head coach at Montana, his very first game, because he had the element of surprise against North Dakota State, and then against the very worst teams that they played, Mississippi Valley State, a really struggling Sac State team. Other than that, very, very, very pedestrian. And anybody that knows football knows is one. Of, it was one of the most predictable offenses in the league, and that's why they played anybody that had good defense. They would get 450 yards and score 18 points. Right. Because everybody just knew, just keep it in front of you. Just have a guy that spies Jerry Lou McGee, tackle him in the backfield on the bubble screen, and go home with all your empty calories and ha- having one by two scores. Right. Effective. Two Tell Me Wanus, 1029 ESPN Radio. I think we're good. 
Let's get to uh, let's get back into it here with Montana State. Isaiah Fonse has been out for several games, most of the middle of this season. Came back against UC Davis three weeks ago, and obviously was outstanding against Montana two weeks ago. And we uh, had a chance to catch up with him, sophomore running back for the Montana State Bobcats, as they get ready for Albany on Saturday. We'll hear from him right after this. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do, so I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber-secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. We go now to the Rankage Brothers RV phone line, and we welcome in the sophomore running back of Montana State, Isaiah Ifonse. And Isaiah, thanks so much for being on with us. We appreciate it. You guys have had an outstanding season. You're obviously hosting a playoff game this weekend. I know you're getting ready for it, but you've had some, uh, you know, gone through some injuries and stuff throughout the season. How great did it feel to get back against UC Davis, and then obviously have the huge game going over 170 yards against Montana in a in a in a beatdown in that game. It's just great to be back with my brothers out on the field and contributing to our offense and helping them in any way. In the Grizz game, what was going well? I mean, the offensive line was it seems like they were just mashing. You guys just had wide open holes. What were you seeing out in front of you? It was just clear lanes. I got to give credit to my own line because they did a tremendous job that game, opening holes for all the running backs. Was it difficult having been out to kind of get back and get it into a flow? I, I know you played against UC Davis. I think had 10 carries in that game. So was that like a nice kind of way to get back into it and, and kind of feel what it's like to be back live playing football again? Yeah, it was great going back to UC Davis and just like kind of getting my feet wet and playing some snaps here and there. But now I'm like ready. I'm ready for the playoff football. When the all-league stuff came out, when we put together our all-league list for Skyline Sports, I thought that Mitch brought Taylor Tuiasopo, Lewis Kidd, all deserved either first or second team honors. I mean, to me, those guys are all three, three of the best ten offensive linemen in the league, no question. How would you evaluate just the way that those guys have played and developed, and how have you seen them improve and grow in your two years at Montana State? They just, like, they continue to improve and develop, and, like, the one thing that I've noticed this year the biggest leap would be, like, the leadership role of, like, Tui and Lewis Kidd. Mitch is just, Mitch is a dog. He's been like that since when I first came here. But with Tui and Lewis, they're just great motivators, and they never quit. And when you see your own line working hard, then that just makes you want to work harder for them. When you're breaking down the film from that Montana game, I'm sure you guys probably didn't watch much since it was such a great victory and you guys are getting ready for the playoffs. But I watched the game back a couple times, and, 
Man, I mean, Mitch Brott just dominated Montana's linebackers. He had Dante Olsen on his back multiple times. What were some of your favorite parts of watching that game back, and what are some of the, your favorite things you saw Mitch Brott do in that game? Um, my favorite thing was when we had the two-back set with um, me and Logan Jones, and then Mitch Brott just manhandled somebody on an outside zone play, and then Logan squeaked through for the first touchdown, or no, the second touchdown of that game. That was probably my favorite play. Isaiah Fonse joining us. He's a sophomore running back at Montana State. They host uh, Albany this Saturday in the second round of the FCS playoffs with the first game for Montana State as they got a bye in the first round. And uh, Isaiah, when you came to Montana State from Bellevue, you had multiple offers at different places, but you're the Gatorade Player of the Year in the state of Washington. What did you think it was going to be like playing at Montana State? And obviously for Jeff Choate, who is a guy who loves to run the football. I thought it was going to be great, and I was right about that. It is a great plan for Montana State, but like with Coach Choate, when I came on my official, it was just nothing but good things I heard about him and the team, and it was like a close-bonded team. So I like I knew right away that that's what I wanted to play for. Coming in as a freshman, for anybody to college, whether you play sports or not, it's, it's an adjustment for sure, but then when you have to – be the workhorse running back, and you got this heavy load, and then you combine that with school, and you know college classes are harder for you. What was the biggest adjustment did your freshman year? I think the biggest adjustment was getting used to the speed of the game, and also um, making up working classes for when we're on the road. Well, I think you got used to the speed of the game pretty quickly, Isaiah. <laughs> from what I can tell, it looks pretty good out there, my man. Hey, let's Thank talk. You. Let's talk about this week, you guys. You go to the postseason last year, a step forward for the team. You get the win at home, but then of course you got to go on the road and play at NDSU, which we all know what that's like. So this year, you guys get the five seed. You get a bye. You can maybe get continue to get healed up and all that kind of stuff. And now you welcome in Albany. Before we get into this particular game, just what do you think the state of the program is as it's progressed here in your time at MSU? The state of the program? Yeah, like what do you think about where Montana State football is right now as as a, as an entity, now as a five seed in, in the postseason? I mean, that's a big step in the right direction where you guys are trying to get to, right? Yeah, I mean, like we just have like bigger expectations for ourselves and we just have like a higher standard. The standard's raised now. Now that we can like, now that we prove that we're a great team in the SDS, you know, Albany comes into Bozeman Saturday afternoon, and it's a team that, you know, just got their first ever playoff win last week, and maybe a lot of people don't know a ton about what their, you know, program is or what they're about. But as we've looked at them and seen, they're, they're a pretty good football team. As you guys have started to break down film and get ready for Albany, I mean, it's a playoff game. You're going to be up for it. But how do you make sure to, you know, give, give your opponent their due respect, even if they're a team that maybe doesn't have the history that, you know, some of the teams in the Big Sky Conference do? I think that the Albany is a great team. They have um, number 12, their defensive end. He's a really great, good player. And then they have um, their DBs, number 23, the safety. He's really good. And their linebacking core follows too. So I think all around on defense, they're a pretty good defense, and it's going to be a great matchup for our offense. Talked to Lewis Kidd yesterday. He was talking about all the – the stemming and all the the, pre, the post-snap movement, as Coach Choate would call it, that they do, you kind of jumping gaps and, and really living on tackles for loss. How do you think you guys match up just with the way that you guys block up the run game, and how do you hope to exploit that on Saturday? 
I think we match up well against all that stuff. I mean, for like we've been watching a bunch of film on them and seeing what they do, so we kind of have a feel for like where players are going to hit. Obviously, you're not going to know not like until you get into the game where it's actually going to hit. But I think overall, it's going to be a great matchup. And playing a playoff game at Bobcat Stadium in December, probably going to be a, a wintry day. I know it's actually probably supposed to be warmer than it usually is this time of year, but just being at home and getting the chance to play in the round of 16 at Bobcat Stadium, what's that experience going to be like for you guys? It's awesome. It's a huge step for us. I mean, last year when we played um, Incarnate Word in the playoffs, it was crazy. So uh, I'm expecting the same, if not more, from when we play Albany this week. Isaiah, you got to do us a favor. I want you to go into the offensive meeting, talk to Matt Miller, and say that you need to be throwing one pass in this game. Okay? We got to have, we got to get everybody involved in every aspect. You know what I mean? So I want to see you throwing the football to somebody this weekend. Okay. <laughs> I'll see what I could do. Okay. Hey, man, congratulations. Really happy that you're back. Uh, great, great player. We love watching you play. Best of luck this Saturday against uh, Albany. We're looking forward to it, and congratulations already on a great year. Keep it going, all right? Thank you, and thank you for having me. You bet. Thanks for being with us. There you go. Isaiah Ifonse, outstanding sophomore running back for uh, Montana State. Man, tell you what, I mean, they've kind of ebbed and flowed a little bit on offense, but just, I mean, he's – such a monster, man. Like, Logan Jones has been great in relief. They've had a couple other kids who've come in, had big games, big... But Isaiah Fonse is just a, just at a different level from every other guy in the backfield, save, of, uh, of course, Troy Anderson. I mean, he's a dog, man. He's awesome. He's, he's awesome. so fun to watch. One of the fun parts about having David, our new producer, in the back is that... He loves sports and loves college football specifically, but he doesn't really have any previous knowledge. So he has no previous bias or disposition to this yes. stuff. So sometimes when we're like getting these guests and stuff, he looks at the guy. And the other day, we were sitting in the studio right before we called Isaiah, and he says, well, how did Montana State get this guy? Because I mean, he, he's a Gatorade <laughs> Player of the Year in Washington. Yeah. I mean, he rushed for 2,600-plus yards, 30-plus touchdowns. At Bellevue. At Bellevue. Yeah, so yeah. it's not like it's... Ellensburg or Camus or something like yep. that. I mean, this is a big... I mean, Bellevue's 3A, but the 3A in the Seattle area, we know it. I mean, there's a lot of the 3A schools in the metro well, area. It is are, one of the football programs in the state of, of you know, of Washington. It, it absolutely is. So, I mean, no regardless of its, you know, classification within the larger scope. And, and I always wondered, I mean, and you mentioned, you know, he's, he's short. Okay, but a lot of running backs are short. I mean... There's yeah, a, I mean, he, he actually is bigger than I thought. I mean, he's listed at 202, I think. I thought he was maybe in the 190, 195 range. If he's really, if he's really two bills, that's pretty good. Okay, so we're so told. Apparently, Tommy wants 30 that, seconds. Okay. We, the late, great Tommy Evans. Come on, <laughs> let's go. What? Hello, Tommy. What? What's uh, What's going on, man? David can know all the sports he wants, but he's not going to go running around winning PS4s and increasing <laughs> your ratings based on the story. All right, so I just need to boost my own ego and remind you where you came from. Tommy, Tommy, was, Tommy if the, you got to understand that if it was up to us, you'd be on the third mic for two hours a day. Yes, you would. It's up to me. It's in my best interest to keep as far away from you people as possible. 
This but is, it's a great show, nevertheless. No, it's going to be a great holiday party when Tommy called in to say he has to stay away as far away from us as he possibly can and taking not the uh, so veiled shots at David. I mean, listen <laughs> to this. He's undercutting the very guy who's back there actually making it happen now. Tommy, you go on your PS4 Coin Dozer World Tour, and we'll meet up with you later tonight. We'll see who's doing better, okay? And, Tommy, you, can, right. you can come on the show at any time. Anytime. I will never come on to this show. Believe <laughs> you me. just <laughs> did. You just begged your way onto it. Get out of here. Hour number one. You know, one. David was about to go through his 90-day review, and he let me on, and now we've got to have a talk about a few things. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We need, we need a little better filter system back there. Chick, clank. Bye -bye. Is he actually calling on like a, a pick it up phone? I think Did he just slam like a now rotary that, now phone? That we got David. Tommy's out. I mean, 34, 330. Either, either he hung up an actual pick it up, push the button phone, or he threw his cell phone out of a moving vehicle. Like one of those two things well, just maybe happened. He headbutted the microphone like I tend to do. Hour one in the books. Running game, Montana State. Important. How important is it then? To have Troy Anderson back, we will discuss hour number two next. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz Athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 